This is Bria, live from New York. Hello and welcome to Where RA Now, a podcast dedicated to catching up former RAs and hearing where their journeys of life has taken them since their glory days here at New York University. I am tonight's co-host, Bria Perkins, a graduate student from Eden, North Carolina, studying public relations and corporate communications and an RLA in Palladium. And I'm Tom Ellett, the other co-host, and I serve as the Senior Associate Vice President of Student Affairs. Welcome, Bria, and tell me a little bit about the RLA position. So the RLA position stands for the Residence Life Assistant. They have one in every hall, and basically my duties are to assist the RHAD and the RHAD just to make sure things function smoothly. I'm like their personal assistant, whereas the resource assistant, the RCA, is literally for the resource manager. I supervise the RAs from a second lens, making sure everything's okay with them and their bulletin boards and anything that I'm needed for, whether it be judicials or just emails or like communication for the overall building I just step in where I'm needed. Busy work and important work. Truly. It is. Tell me a little bit about your career trajectory. What do you think you want to do long term? I'm a little bit indecisive right now. I want to be a spokeswoman slash like a communication liaison for like maybe a Fortune 500 company, but I don't know necessarily the trajectory to get there because I'm not really on the journalist route to create those type of stories and things like that. I want to communicate from the corporate side versus communicating straight to the public. I want to be the communication liaison from the corporate standpoint, but not the brand. I have no doubt you'll be there. In New York City, being a good experience for you? It has. I've had a lot of opportunities to meet a lot of women um, who are in New York Communications and NYU. They give tickets to the New York Wiki, which is New York Women in Communication Conference every year. And I got a few mentors from there. One is Sandra. She just retired from ABC News. So wow. hopefully that'll develop and I'll get some really good like pointers and create a good contact list over time. Fantastic. And tonight... What do we have for us? We have a special guest, Matt Shuttle, who served as an RA in Third North for Chris Stippick and Stacey Alrick during the 2009-2010 academic school year. Welcome, Matt, and thank you for joining us on today's show. It's a real pleasure of having you on. Thank you. It's awesome being here. So, how are you? Where are you? And tell us what you've been doing since you graduated from NYU. Yeah, I'm good. I am in Kansas City on a cold, rainy, dreary fall afternoon here in the Midwest. So I'm good. I graduated about eight years ago and worked at the Kansas City Royals in the marketing department. I'm the senior manager of special events and promotions, and I'm loving it. I've been at the Royals for eight years and served in a couple of different roles. I'm also really involved in stuff in Kansas City. I serve on three board of directors, two nonprofits, and one more professional organization. I also just finished a two-year leadership program here in Kansas City. So good to be back home where I grew up and near family and all that. But I do miss New York. Well, we miss you too, Matt. You did a great job while you were here as an RA. Talk to us a little bit about how you got into Major League Baseball. That's a hard gig to get into. It is. It is. And honestly, I think the NYU degree helped a lot. The NYU brand, the focus on professional experience. I had several internships while at NYU. I utilized the Career Development Center with mock interviews and resume help. And I felt like I was a really strong candidate post-graduation and was able to get a Royals job right out of college. It was kind of my dream to come back home and work for the Royals someday. And I was fortunate enough to get kind of a dream job right out of school. But I started out at the Royals in the ticket sales department, which is a very kind of entry level job. And it was doing a lot of cold calling groups 
and season ticket and trying to get people to buy when at that point the Royals were not the best team. So it's a hard job I had to grind with, pay my dues. And I did that for about a year and a half and then got promoted into the marketing department. And I've had a couple different roles in marketing, but that's kind of what I want to do more long term. So I was, I was fortunate, though, to definitely get a professional baseball job right out of school. What would you say is next? Do you see yourself staying with the Kansas City Royals or would you go to a different team? Oh, that's a, that's a good question. God forbid I go to the Yankees or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big no-no in Kansas City or or the Cardinals. Um, no, I mean, I'd love it. That's what I was thinking, the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, the Cardinals are a big rival. No, I love baseball. I've really grown to love baseball the last 10 years. Started at the Royals. They were on the upward swing. They did better each year I was there. We went to the World Series a couple of years there and then won the World Series in 2015. And now we're kind of going through another rebuilding. So I love the organization. I love the values and the people at the Royals. And I get to work at the ballpark every day. So it's a cool job that I love to do. For now, I'm, I'm definitely sticking with it. Tell us a little bit about what it means to do special events. Because there's 81 games or so, uh, home games a year. How do you fill that in? Is it every game is a special event or, you know, do you kind of think through what are the things that baseball fans want to see on a given evening? Yep. Yep. And that's really what I do in the off season too. I get asked a lot, you know, do I just take a break during the winter and show up on opening day? No, the the off season is spent figuring out what events to do, what giveaways to do, and then what games to do them on. So it's kind of a puzzle piece, figure out our promotional schedule. But we do a lot of giveaways that we know will work, like bobbleheads, t-shirts, jerseys, baseball caps, kind of some standard giveaways throughout baseball. And then we do a lot of events that tie into different community partners in Kansas City. We have a big salute to the Negro Leagues Day. The Negro Leagues Baseball Museum is in Kansas City, so that one's special to us. We do a lot of dog days where kind of bark at the park is what we call it. We have a big girls' night out event. We do college nights. We do family days. We do a Star Wars day, a yoga day. It's, it's getting to put on a lot of mini events on our concourse during pregame. The job is really fun. Sounds like it. So you talked a little bit about your professional trajectory and how you more so worked your way up from the bottom. What advice would you have for our current NYU students who are looking to, you know, pursue a job in the athletic field, in the athletic industry, and they don't know where to start? I would say be involved any way that you can, whether it's internships, volunteering, and pay your dues. Really just follow your passion. I mean, that's really what I tried to do. Sports was my biggest passion. And I knew I wasn't really that good of an athlete. And then I learned that, you know, you can go into the business side of sports and have a good career. And so that's what I followed. And I just kind of kept at it. And I got a lot of no's, but you only need one yet. And just working hard. And eventually you'll get that yes and you'll get in. Still pedal to the metal for me. Can't be comfortable in this business. It's a very competitive industry. But definitely working hard can get you places. And it sounds like you're a real fan of the game as well. Which yeah, is yeah. really a part of it. Favorite player in Kansas City? Our catcher, Salvador Perez. He's the team leader. He's the life of the clubhouse. He's a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, and he's been a lot of fun to watch. So not only is he a really good player, but he's just a very inspirational player and a, and a leader on the team. That's amazing. So let's jump back to your time here in Washington Square. What did you say you studied while you're at NYU? I studied sports management at the Preston Robert Tisch Center for Sports Management and the School of Continuing and Professional Studies. 
Matt, were you involved in extracurricular activities? Yes, a lot. Beyond being an RA, I was an admissions ambassador, so I gave campus tours while being at NYU. I did that for a couple of years, and I loved it. I loved telling my NYU story to prospective students and their parents and giving tours around the campus, answering phone calls. I really enjoyed doing that. I was also on the student council, student government. I did my major had a sports business society that I was a part of, and then I also did some intramurals. So I, I really tried to stay as much involved as I could around campus. It was fun. We see that you have some amazing time management and priority. So how have you been staying connected to NYU? I still kind of do some work with the admission department there. So there aren't many NYU alum in this area. So try to get back where I can. So just this past week, I was at my old high school my old stomping ground, and they had a big college fair there. There were over 100 colleges there for high school juniors and seniors, and I manned the NYU table, and it was a lot of fun. I got to answer a lot of questions about student life at NYU, and for people here, it was a good story for them to see someone that is from here, grew up here, went to New York, arrived New York, and working. So that gave parents peace of mind and also students some energy. So I try to do that where I can. And it's a little hard being in Kansas City, trying to stay connected to things at NYU, but I try to keep my pulse on what's going on there. Well, hopefully the podcast will help get your name back connected to NYU. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about the RA position. So you apply, you're an RA for one year. What made you want to be an RA? And then let's talk a little bit about the Third North experience. I think it was the chance to be a leader on campus and to make an impact. My senior year, I really wanted to give back, which is why I wanted to be at a freshman dorm. That was important to me. And after my junior year, I felt like I was a strong candidate with how involved I was being RA and just kind of never looked back. Well, I want you to talk a little bit about the relationships you had with your residents and how would you describe that? It was an interesting dynamic for sure, especially with freshman students because they are just going into their college environment. There's a lot of change. There's a lot of uncertainty. I didn't want to be a parent per se. So you want to be more of a friend, mentor. You know, I want to be able to guide them and help them and be a resource for them. And so I felt like I was able to do that without being that parent all over them and watching them and, and disciplining them. So I I really wanted them to see me as their friend and as someone that could provide guidance for them. How about the staff? Can you talk a little bit about your relationship with the staff? Yes, I love the staff. Chris and Stacy were awesome leaders at the helm. They really provided leadership and guidance for all the RAs. Third North is, I believe, one of the largest residence halls in all the country. I mean, it's a huge place. And so to make that whole operation work takes a lot of staff. Beyond Stacy and Chris, all the people in the office, in the mailroom, in the dining hall, the operations team, we all made it work together. And that's where that teamwork came in. So along with working with the BLT leadership team, we also have faculty fellows and residents. Could you tell me how you interacted with them? I know that we had a couple at Third North, and I believe one's name was Joe, and I'm escaping on some others, but we really tried to incorporate them into the life there. And I know that we did a couple of events in the room. We did a couple of networking opportunities, talkbacks. I know the RAs got to have kind of a happy hour there one time, so It was really nice to have that faculty as an option in Third North and to really do some programming with that faculty member. Tell us a little bit about the skills you gained in the role. So many skills. And I definitely, you know, brought this up in my interview at the Royals. Being an RA really gives you a whole skill set that you can utilize in terms of communication, 
working with others, conflict resolution is a huge component of being an RA. Just straight responsibility. You know, I remember being on call and what all that means in terms of being there and being attentive and responding to phone calls and all that. Also being an RA takes a lot of courage. I mean, it puts you in some uncomfortable situations. It puts you in some leadership situations. And as an RA, you have to have the courage to be able to step into those roles. And so I think that gave me a lot of self-confidence kind of moving forward. I feel like I use some of the skill set in event planning as well, because you do a lot of programming as an RA. And so being able to plan and execute and market that programming was another component to it. So definitely a lot of skill set you gain as an RA that you can then use later on. That's amazing. It sounds like you really got a lot of transferable skills out of this position that you serve. Yeah, I did. I, I mean, in my role now, it's attention to detail is so important. And that's a skill set I learned as an RA. Customer service is something I utilize working with fans and visitors of our ballpark. So that's something I utilize being an RA and then event management skills, teamwork, working with others, different personalities, different people interact differently, people communicate differently, they listen differently. And so being able to work with other personalities is something I do every day. And I got to do that as an RA. When you think back to the days when you were a student here at NYU, what was the best aspect of attending NYU? Probably living in New York and the hustle and bustle of the city and the the urban campus feel. I loved all the resources that New York City provided. And I loved how diverse the student body was. That was something coming from the Midwest. I was very impressed by was not only the diversity of the student body, but the global mindset of the student body. And I mean, we had so many international students coming over to New York, and then it was just so easy to study abroad. And it was highly encouraged to study abroad. And so I was always impressed by those elements. Now it's time for speed round, Matt. We're gonna jump into some questions. Favorite tradition at NYU? I think welcome week. I love doing all the welcome week activities. I think they're a lot of fun. Best dining hall. Third North, when I lived there, mainly because that's what I utilized all the time. I will say I have been back since, and Hayden Hall is very impressive. Now called Lipton. What was your best New York City place to hang out? Probably the movie theater across the street from Third North. I don't know if it's still there or not. AMC, it's still there. (laughs) What was your guilty pleasure while you were at NYU? Going to shows and events and sporting events and Lincoln Center and the symphony and all that. I took full advantage of trying to go to a lot of arts and events. And then probably pizza. <laughs> I love I love pizza and there's nothing better than a New York slice of pizza. So um, That's for sure. Now, do you stay in any contact with any of the other alums, RAs that you worked with? I try to. I can't name anyone off cuff, but you know, what's great is you can stay connected online with people so much easier now. But I see the RA alums as really kind of a set of family. I'm willing to support them and, and help them. And if one came calling, I would definitely answer the phone. And it's awesome to see what all the other RAs are doing, just keeping up with them on social media. They seem to be all over the country. And when I'm in different cities, I try to go visit some RA alums that I worked with when I'm in New York or San Francisco or Chicago, or they just seem to be all over the country doing awesome in their work. So that is really cool to see. So we have our last question for you. What was your most memorable RA experience? 
<laughs> mostly positive one. One of the programming things I did was taking students to Saturday Night Live. But the process of getting tickets is always interesting because you're on the wait list. So you have to camp out essentially on the street the night beforehand. So I brought about six student and we camped out on the streets of New York the night before and it was on kind of a cold rainy damp all day like it is today and we slept overnight and we were able to land tickets the morning of and then that night we went back and, and got into Saturday Night Live. Definitely when I started at NYU I didn't think at one point I would be sleeping on the sidewalk of a New York street but it, it, it's stuff like that that you know we were really able to bond the six of us in terms of talking and playing games and just hanging out and then having that really memorable experience. You know, you can only do that at NYU and in New York City. Okay, Matt, we really enjoyed you shedding light on your experience. Thank you so much for spending time with Tom and I and discussing your journey and where your life has been after NYU. As always, thanks to our listeners who can stay connected with RA alums who are living in Dream School alumni version life. And special thanks to Bria for being here tonight and for Matt. You've done great things, Matt. We're really impressed with what you've done and what you did for our students while you were here. So thanks very much, Matt. Well, thank you. I appreciate both of you for talking with me and definitely an alum that is proud of NYU and really enjoyed my experience there. So I'm always happy to share NYU pride in the Midwest. We love to hear it. Special thanks also to my engineer, Juliana Fonseco Alesso, and the current professional staff and the alums like Chris Stipic and Stacy Ulrich, who assisted these great alum RAs in skill acquisition along the way. If you like the show, look for more content on the website. And if you want to know Ari's favorite books like Matt's, go to whatthey'reading.blogspot.com. And finally, feel free to tweet at us at T.E. Ellett for a shout out. Until next time, just like Matt did, come to New York and live your dreams in the community that you are currently residing. Take care.